Hello, welcome back to the Flix Forum Podcast with Jesse Heater and MJ, where each week we are going back and looking at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This week we are looking at the Japanese anime film, which is Netflix 38th from 2017 called Blam, and I got that wrong last week, so it's not Blam. <laughs> I can't believe you got it wrong I know, last week. It's called Jeez, Come on, Jesse. Pronounced Whiffed Blam. Pretty obviously Blam. I'm going to give this another go. It's directed by Hiroyuki Shishita, and it stars the voices of Takahiro Sakurai, Kana Hanazawa, Sora, Amaimiya, Momoru Miyanu, Ayu Suzaki, and Nobunaga Shimazaki. I think you did a better that, job that, last week. Last week, yeah. Uh, too I, thought, much, I thought that was pretty good. Too much pressure. Too I'm much pretty pressure. impressed with that. It's like you weren't practicing. I, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, I think it's um, important to give it a crack. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. Well done. You've done well. So. How is everyone? Good. Everyone's good? Yeah, good. Our first uh, animated film, let alone first anime, anime, I guess. Second foreign language. Yes. Yep. Second foreign language film. Seven años. So what we usually do is we kick it off with a quick little summary of our own Thoughts on the film called Fast Flicks. MJ, give us your thoughts on Blam. Fast Flicks for Blam. Uh, it's a Japanese anime film that's based in a futuristic world where humans have basically lost power to various robot races. With the help of the half-human, half-robot Kitty, uh, Zuru and her remaining settlement risk it all to find a food source and preserve the longevity of the human race. Nice. That's kind of what happened, you know? Yeah, pretty much, I think. Is it Killy or Kitty? Killy. It's it's pronounced pronounced Kitty. Yeah, Killy. I think it's K I R K. I read the pronunciation. Oh, okay, I just did it based on his name. K I R. I'm like, I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't say Killy at all. K I R I I is how they pronounce okay. it. Kitty. Cool. Kitty. Yeah. Kitty. Kitty. It's like a cat. Kitty. Yeah. No. I want to get some of these pronunciations right. Yeah, I know. Because I, I didn't want to go out there and say Killy. Yeah. I want to call him Killy. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to refer so to cool. Killy. So cool. All right. Uh, in a future where technology has taken over, humans are now branded as illegals and are going extinct. One man may hold the key to saving the human race, and with the help of a small group of survivors, they go in search of how to regain control. Good little different take. It was, yeah. Mm. All right, I've gone. A village is struggling to survive in a post-apocalyptic world where technology rules. Will strangers be able to help them fight off these foes and move forward, or will this trust backfire? Question. That's three pretty different. Have not had a question for a while. in a while. Yeah. Three pretty different fast flicks, yeah. which is kind of good. I, I kind of felt like when I was trying to think of a way it's, it's to summarize to do it. it. There's not hard, but it's also there was definitely plenty of different ways to approach it because yeah. there was kind of a lot going on what a stuff was happening in the story yeah so that's cool i'm glad we had a little bit different set. Hmm. yeah all right so um let's have a look at anything that we've researched learned about this film and how it was made heat up i always go to you what do we know helps yeah. out um so i think this was originally planned in 2007 but the studio went bankrupt yeah in 2011 before i think before anything really happened or it just got released. I'm not sure how much actually got worked on between 2007 and 2011, but yeah, I looked at it about 10 years ago. Couldn't get it going. Hmm. So then what happened? Um, nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing really. <laughs> they just kind of <laughs> went uh, went dark for a bit and then someone else picked it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. So completely separate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely separate. So yeah, the, the studio that had it went bankrupt. So someone was, because this is obviously an adaptation of a um, manga comic book, or yeah. whatever you want to call them. Yep. Um, so someone had the idea for a movie based on this. Yeah. Um, about series, yeah, about 
10 years ago and then this was but then yeah the recently. studio was doing it just went and then yeah I read that on Wikipedia that but I couldn't find anything more mm. the, the manga went from 1996 to 2003 yeah and there'd also been a seven part anime that was produced in 2003 of it as well yeah so yeah and, and the manga only includes Kitty and Shibo so all the other characters from the village in this particular film weren't part of the manga series and the the guy who um, created the manga in the first place, Tsuomi uh, Nihi, um, he helped create these new characters for the film as yeah. well. So he was on the board for this. He had a fair big part in creating this, it seemed like. Yeah. Had, a, had a fair bit of control over it. So I did dig a little bit deeper in this manga series. I actually got quite interested in it. So the premise of the series, not dissimilar to what we saw, I guess, is around, and just bear with me a little bit here, so Kitty is a, a silent loner possessing an incredible, incredibly powerful weapon, which he has, known as the gravitational beam emitter, which I don't know if we referenced that one in the actual film, but um, he's basically he's searching for the net terminal genes, um, a possibly extinct genetic marker that allows humans to access the net sphere, yep. a sort of computerized control network for the city. That's a little bit... That's It's basically it's still yeah, the premise. And then similar, the city yeah. is an immersed volume of artificial structures that are separated into massive floors, which they touch on. I don't think they go too in-depth into that in this. Um, that's why I kind of enjoyed reading this. Um, and then he basically, he joins forces with a resourceful engineer named Shibo and several groups such as tribes of human warriors called the Electro Fishers, which is the tribe that yeah. they get in this. And it says because of the size and nature of the city and the violent lives led by its inhabitants, there are virtually no recurring characters and any alliances that are made are short-lived. Yep. Um, cause I was thinking like some of the characters in this, I'm like, oh, I want to know more about them, but no, they were just created for this. Yeah. And I think you probably see this in the film as well, that the manga has this emphasis on the visuals rather than the dialogue. Um, and yeah. I think, um, I'm going to call him Killy. Killy. Yeah, um, he, only, he only had 47 words in the whole film. And I was surprised that it was 47. Yeah. Because there were so many times where I was just like, dude, just say, say something. something. Like, yeah. You're the one who knows things. <laughs> no one else knows. And like you mentioned before, so the, the manga comes from the point of view of him rather than anyone else. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I, I feel like this, the film was more from the point of view of um, Zuru. Zuru, yeah. Zuru, yeah. The Netflix announced after it came out that they're going to do a sequel, and it's already in the works. Yeah, straight away they yeah. announced that that they're going to do a sequel. Yeah, I'm all in. I'll watch it. Yeah. And this was the first anime to feature the Dolby Atmos soundtrack, which yeah. was um, had had a big sort of uh, gathering when it first. Um, was in, was used, but you don't hear too much about it anymore. This because this was released in cinemas in Japan. Correct. This film, um, which makes sense, and I wonder yeah. if that was behind the reason that they wanted to do a sequel because maybe it did quite well there financially as well. Anime always does well at the Japanese box office. Always does really well, especially something like this, which you know, seems like it has a decent following Fully. prior yeah. prior yeah. to it even coming out. So it hit Netflix the twentieth of May, twenty seventeen. Yep. yep. Yeah, so it was made in Japan, as we've probably discussed. What about the critical sort of consensus? Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Ratings on IMDb and Winterbox. Didn't have a Rotten or Fresh score, Rotten Tomatoes. Only no. had two reviews. Yeah. They were both positive, though. Audience, 56% on only 148 ratings. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so IMDb was 6.7 out of 10 from 5,700 ratings. Yep. Winterbox is 3 out of 5 from almost 2,300 ratings. They're decent scores. Decent mm. scores. All right, so what are, what are some of our early thoughts before we get into it? What what did we what did we think um, of this film? 
I thought it was pretty cool. Um, when I when I start thinking of the, the details of the film, and even just like reading through some of that stuff, it does sound a little bit crazy. But I, I, when I was watching it, I'd, I'd rarely like question the absurdity of everything that was happening. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, cool. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all in. Like, let's let's keep this adventure going. There you guys. Yeah, that was alright. Um, I like. I kind of. I liked the start. Kind of got a bit lost and a bit bored in the middle, but then I really liked the end as well. So, yeah, it was alright for me. Yeah. But I wanted to check. I should have checked into this earlier. We. I'm hoping that we all watch this uh, with Japanese audio. Yes. And yep. English subtitles. Yep. So mine defaulted to English audio. I know yeah. yours didn't, did it? Either. No, mine didn't. Mine, did mine went straight to Japanese. Mine was English, yeah, so I had to switch oh, over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, re- did you, I listened to a lot for like 30 seconds and it was so jarring, like these wanky American accents. Uh, whenever, <laughs> I watch, whenever I watch any anime, I always make sure that I've got the, yeah. the Japanese audio on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a better experience. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And you get the original soundtrack as well. So sometimes with the redubs, you lose a lot of the, the soundtrack yeah, and the music okay. and that sort of stuff. So think it's worthwhile if you are going to watch this watch it with uh the the japanese audio uh hmm. yeah i you know i thought it was a good anime film i know this probably <clears throat> isn't for everyone but i thought the visuals and the story were really good i similar to your point i actually i got a little bit confused in the, in the third act um i was really enjoying it up until sort of um when Shiba was dipping into that other dimension and I was kind of really unsure about the power struggle between Kitty and that fake Tay. Yeah. I, I just got really confused and my brain was working overtime to be like, what's actually happening? Yeah. Um, it sort of cleaned itself up by the end, mm. but I did find myself struggling through that act. All right. Um, well, let, let's talk about some of the characters then. So Before we go, we, we yeah, probably haven't got our spoiler alert, have we? Probably not. So yeah, we're going to spoil the film. I listened to one of our episodes the other day, and we didn't do it. And I was like, "Damn it! I hope no one gets annoyed." Surely people just assume. I know. Guys, I we're know. going to spoil every movie that we're talking we've about. We've spoken for a little bit now. We haven't spoiled anything. So if you do want to watch this film, and I recommend going and have a look at it if you're interested, um, watch the film first, then listen to us because we're going to talk through some spoilers from now on. All right. So let's look at Zuru, the 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 protagonist, the main character. Yep. What are our thoughts? Well, I. I my thoughts also come with a question, but <laughs> Zuru is obviously, I really like the fact that she was confident, she was determined, she was headstrong, but she was also sort of caring, quiet and committed. Um, but is she, is she a hero? So I'm watching this film at the start thinking this is going to be a classic hero's journey from her mm-hmm. when she sort of goes a bit renegade at the start, things don't work out well and you, I think she's going to get a slap on the wrist and then she's going to come back bigger and better, which none of that really happened. She didn't even get that slap on the wrist, which I liked. Um, but I feel like over time, she sort of just slips into more of the group and, and obviously Kitty takes over as that hero mantelpiece kind of. Yeah, I think that may be a little bit in that cross adaption where you've gone from having the manga, having um, Kitty as the, the main, main person, protagonist. Yeah. So then it's, the, it's really it's hard to turn on. her into that protagonist when you're trying to make him yeah. the, the hero as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But watching this without having any background on all that, yeah. I was surprised that she didn't come out of it as a hero. And so she just sort of slipped into being one of the yeah, I, villagers. I, yeah, I thought, you know, she had very little to work with as a character. You know, she wanted to help out the best she could, but being that main character, you wanted more. Like, yeah, I agree. I, wanted, yeah. I agree. And I was expecting it. And you know, I don't, I, I like films that don't necessarily play by the structure rules that every other film plays by. So it didn't yeah. bother me too much. I, I was I was left kind of asking, like, is she a hero? Because she's got some traits, some hero traits. She's brave. She has some good traits, especially yeah. at the start. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Like she was, yeah, kind of risking it all. But 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things where I feel like that they made it really obvious that they wanted you to think Kitty was that hero, and they did that through the soundtrack. You know, when he had these big moments, oh, just, yeah. yeah, like It'd just like show him rooting <laughs> the camera, and the music would just be on. Whereas like, Zuri never got that. No, yeah. true. So I think they tried to make it really obvious who they wanted you to think was going to be the hero. So maybe the everyday hero that is so prominent right now in Western culture isn't as big a thing mm. in Eastern culture. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. she had the, all the makings of being the everyday hero. What did you think about Kitty? Because I didn't think... I, th- I thought he was a very unlikable hero. So, and I don't know whether that was because of the lack of dialogue or... Well, he, he's the one character that left me lots of unanswered questions. I, I, I still don't even know a lot about him. And I, I wonder if that's... I, I said this. I didn't actually know they were making a sequel to you said it, but I said maybe I because thinking, of the sequel. Well, I think maybe yeah. they were trying to make. Are they going to yeah. make more content around him? Um, yeah. And as it turns out, it probably is going to be the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I couldn't put my finger on him. I, I mean, I liked him and didn't like him. I, I mean, I liked him because you know he's kind of that that kind of lone ranger <laughs> kind of. You know, that was well, you know, the kind of movies that I kind of like. So he's pretty cool. He had that awesome gun. But I then, I hated it. I mean, he only said 47 words, but it took him half an hour to say those 47 words because he just spoke so slowly. And every time he had to speak, I was like, oh my God, would you just spit it out, mate? Like, it, it was really frustrating me how slowly he spoke. Um, but besides his speaking, oh, I liked him. <laughs> it, it kind of annoyed me too, where there were lots of times where people would ask him questions or say things to him. And it was like, he refused to yeah. respond. I'm like, be grateful for like, these <laughs> people that you've got. Yeah. Especially because this guy had all the answers. Yeah. He knew yeah. what was going on. Yeah. And, yeah, and but he still did things to help. So so it was like it, did, you couldn't yeah. you couldn't like be like oh you, yeah. I don't like you. But at the same time, it's like oh give us a little bit more. That was screwed without him. Yeah, and then he rolled out with that you know Lego block that turned into, <laughs> turned into a big feast block of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. But he was just all business, wasn't he? He like, was, yeah. And he didn't have a personality. But I wonder if that's because he's kind of like half a robot. Yeah, um, and he was like what like six thousand or whatever levels below. He's probably been by himself for a yeah. while. He's like oh well, what is all these other people here? <laughs> I'm used to being by myself and not having to talk to anyone because he wasn't good at talking. <laughs> I got down to that Chibo character. Yeah. The sort of a half robot, whatever you want to call it. I'm so confused. This was weird. Yeah, I th- yeah you go. I- <laughs> um, you go. Annoyed me for a little bit. Annoyed me. Like when, you know, Killy's walking around, Kitty's walking around with her on the back and it was more like a, a she was more like just a plot, the head. Yeah, she was more like a plot point to like uh, get the characters on that quest. It was like, I'll guide you on this quest. She had the whole all the answers. Yeah, she had all the answers. So it was like, this, yeah. And then when she turned, like she transformed into that huge woman, woman I was <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, okay, I wasn't expecting that. And then you see her, she turned into a robot hand at the end as yeah, well. Yeah, like, it was, I didn't expect a lot of that. <laughs> But yeah, a little bit, little bit annoying. It was strange, definitely yeah. strange. So, so she has a period where she talks about where she came from, right? Yeah. So she was a real person, yeah. Is that the vibe you got? I think she was originally, and she was like a scientist or an engineer yeah, sci- or yeah, something, yeah. A scientist. Yeah. And she became a robot with that same brain and personality somehow. I th- I think so. Yeah. I think I'm I'm yeah down on your line of thinking on it. And then she was stuck in that rotting shrine yeah. for a long time, but she was still quite functional. I think like her brain was still on. 
Yeah. He had to like beat her a bit to get to her to get work. Her going, but yeah. he was he was getting some signal from her, wasn't he? That's yeah. how he found yeah. it. And that's, that's, that's how he found it. He's like, he's whatever his eyes yeah, yeah, where yeah. he could see something was and, there. But she'd been trying to reach out to people for ages because the, yeah. the village said, you know, we don't go down there because there's ghosts yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So obviously yeah. she'd been trying to reach so out yeah, and she just ignored yeah, it. So she was okay. just kind of like a head wine there, but she still had the brain function to, to, to do stuff. And then when you thought that she died at that factory, she just came back with a huge robot body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> and then she could access like a new dimension as like part of her skill set. Yeah, basically, I think. Yeah. That was she, the whole thing. Yeah, she wanted to connect into the, the, the authority, authority or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> like there's holes in there, but I, that's it's how good I read to talk it. Talk out loud yeah. about it and make sure we're all on the same page. With all that said, I, I always felt really confident and comfortable when she was around because she was like this almost like this godlike figure that had answers mm. to everything and was like pretty powerful. I think like. I guess if you had a background knowledge of this story, you wouldn't have to focus as much on what's going on because you'd sort of have a bit of an idea about yeah. what these characters are like. But not that it was a bad thing. Like no, it that. wasn't either. It was just a bit confusing. And here is this background information about her that I looked up. Ooh, I'm excited. So Shibo's first form is the decaying upper torso of a woman kept alive by machinery inserted into her body. So that's kind of how that's we how found her. Yep. Yep. So she convinces Kitty to take her with him by stating that he needs her hacking skills to access the files he's looking for, which still yeah, that's, that's yep, yep. Afterwards, she transfers herself to a replacement body and aids Kitty in destroying the corporation's present, which maybe that part of the story didn't happen, happen but obviously yeah. the replacement body thing is. Yep. Uh, following that, she leaves the corporation to travel with Kitty, which doesn't really happen either. But she has a subtle connection with the net sphere, but even if she were able to make a direct connection to it, the safeguard would be invoked immediately. So I think when she was trying to connect to the authority via the net sphere, yeah. that's why they were sort of fighting the safeguard to make sure that she could do that whilst we yeah, because disturbed. you saw that in that the the robot thing that Tay turned into. As soon as she connected yep. in, she recognized that through her vision that and she was, was connecting, yeah. in, and that's when she started like shooting yeah, her thing yeah. through the, the mm. ground to try and attack her. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I think there's enough there for us to be satisfied with, yeah. with Shibo. Like, well, and you've got to think of it. Like, this is a, a manga that spans multiple chronicles and they've put it all into, like, an hour of 45. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah. I can yeah. imagine if you knew that, as soon as you saw her, just, like, a head or head and torso mm-hmm. there, you'd be like, ah, oh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah, that's there yeah, there so we go. I get that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for but... that. I think they've done well there. Yeah. I liked Pops. So did I. I, re- I thought he was a good leader. It was just, he was this character that... Everyone seemed to turn to, and no matter what he said, people listened. And at the end, you know, there, you could tell they were going to be hesitant about why do we need to leave this village that we've been in for, you know, 300 years or whatever it was. And mm. as soon as he goes, we need to leave, there was no argument. Everyone just left. I just liked him as that guidance for that village. Agree. And I think for some reason, I wonder if this is my, uh, the fact that obviously a lot of films that I watch are um, Western culture. For some reason, I thought he was going to be like a real bump in the road. For Zuru and Kitty, but he was like the exact opposite. So mm. when she came back and she's like, "Oh, we got to go to Pops, Pops this, Pops that," and I was like, "Oh, he's just going to be like, no, yeah. do it my way." Yeah, um, I was really happy for um, him to not be that, and he just basically gave the power to you know the other people and added his wisdom along the way. But he was just like, "Yeah, good idea." Yeah, he was it. good. I, and I liked because you spoke about the bump in the road. So that bump in the road was the brother. Um, Sudizo Tetsu and he was almost the complete opposite of Zuru so you had Zuru who's like this one that wants to explore and wants to that was her brother wasn't it or cousin or something well he he was always with Pops I thought maybe it wasn't her brother I don't know I'm not sure I'm not sure Like I just assumed that was her brother Um, and you know he was like the complete opposite of her and yeah 
because Pop seemed to always agree with Zuru, and he was that yeah. he was that one. He was that, always questioning yeah, the decisions exactly, yeah. and yeah, being annoying. And it was nice to have that not through Pops being that direct yeah. questioning to Zuru, whereas you had that extra character yeah. that was doing that questioning to Pops, and Pops like, no, nah, I'm going to stand the ground and support mm. Zuru. I liked that because he was like the two I see almost. Mm. So he still had a bit of power behind or weight behind his decisions. So. Yeah, yeah, he may not be the brother, but that was just how I interpreted. It, yeah, so yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Tay, we got to talk about Tay. Um, yeah I'm probably uh, I thought she was selfish she was a liability liability she was a liability out there did she get like infected or replaced taken over taken Taken over over, yeah it's probably so she got like yeah like they got her yeah (laughs) yeah so the first time you meet her is in that start that opening scene where you can tell that the reason she's on that quest for the food is to get the food for her brother, who's obviously ill or sick or a cousin or cousin, sister, or it was some sort of some, relative, yeah. someone. And then it was a sister actually. And then you know, once they do get the food, she's like, "Whatever um, Kitty does, I'm going to follow because I need to repay him for getting that food for whoever it was she was providing the food for." But then, then the next time when they get more food, she's the one that tries to get too much, uh, yeah, and she's the one that lets them all down exactly, and breaks yeah. the arm, and then. You know, that led to the catas- catastrophe for the village, really. Like, mm-hmm. her not just going when she was told to go. Exactly. So, didn't follow orders and then, obviously, gets taken over. They even said, leave the liability. Leave the oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but she, you know, she stopped them from getting out quicker. Yeah. yeah. What did you think with that transformation when she turned into that? Didn't see it coming, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was cool. Because, <laughs> like, they had that shot where you could see the, the person taking the gear or whatever without knowing who it was. Did yeah. you... I didn't think it was taken. No, no, no. So that, that got me. That was, I was yeah. completely confused, going, "What the hell is going yeah. on here?" I think, I think we were supposed to think it was Zuru. Yeah, I think so, so too. That's what I was yeah. thinking, and but just didn't add, didn't make sense. And I'm like, because before that scene, she was like in the room with Kitty, just mm. like talking to him while he was asleep. And I'm like, maybe he's a bad guy, and he's just like warped her brain to you know do things for for him. So that was a nice little and and. It was nice that they had that little flashback too to show you what actually happened to her while yeah. they were all trying to find her when she was injured or whatever. Yeah, that sort of gave, I needed gave that. you a little bit more closure as to what's actually happened. I did need that. But I'll be honest, that's when I started to get confused. That whole fight scene just confused me a little bit. I was unsure with who was where and, and why people were doing mm. this and that. It was a bit confusing. Just got a little bit confused by it. I got one last character. Mm. Fusata. He was the dude who was with obsessed them. with tape. And I wrote here, and I excuse the language, I said, you are a useless piece of shit. <laughs> wow. He was an emotional wreck over her, and he did not stop complaining the whole time, yeah. moaning, crying. I'm like, oh, this, dude, you are doing my head in, mate. Just right. get into the sink of things, because, oh, couldn't stand him. Which actually makes their very first voyage, that opening scene. You give a lot of credit to Zuru for getting them as far as they yeah. did, because she, she didn't have much help. <laughs> no. It was basically those two, and, and obviously Kitty saved the day, but... Maybe stuck yeah. with those two by the end of it. And maybe after talking about those characters a bit more, that sort of gives a bit more credence to Zuru being a much better yeah. character than yeah, we start off with. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true for that crap. <laughs> <laughs> How creepy did those exterminators look? Their faces were, yeah. When that was in that oh, first scene, that I was, was like, whoa. <laughs> creepy as hell. They were awesome, though. That, like, it was mm. good creepy. Yeah. I was all in on them. They were cool. They were very creepy, though. They were scary. <laughs> Any other characters? No. Nah, no. Nah. Well, nah. So... Um, the director so obviously we, 
I've, I've watched a little bit of anime. I'm guessing you guys haven't watched a ton Not as either. much as you. No. I, I have I've only watched a little bit. So, <laughs> so the, the guy who directed this, um, Hiroyuki Shisida, he did this show, Knights of Sidonia, which is a pretty famous anime. And he's gone on to do these three Godzilla anime films as well. Oh, and cool. they're on Netflix. Um, so if you are interested in watching a bit more of his work, um, since uh, Blam, he's done these three animated Godzilla films, which I think have done pretty well. That other series is on Netflix as well, isn't it? Knights might, it might be, I yeah. Think, I think it's it's Sidonia. Yeah. yeah. I Reminds me of a Muse song. I'm going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there, there is a Muse song called Knights of Sidonia, isn't yeah. there? I was just reading that and I was like, that's real familiar. <laughs> it's definitely Knights of something that sounds <laughs> similar yeah. to Sidonia, if it's not Sidonia, but yeah, I, I read that too and I was like, mm, yep, I know that. <laughs> uh, the one other thing I had a look at was, you know, I don't recognize any of the voices because listen to it in Japanese, but I thought it was interesting that the guy who plays um, Kitty, um, Takahiro Sakurai, um, He's known for playing this character called uh, Suzaki in Code Geass, launch of the, Re- um, of the Rebellion. And that's this anime show that I thoroughly enjoy, recommend if you get a chance to watch it. Um, just a little bit of nerd out there. Do you recognize the voice? Didn't recognize the voice at all, but when I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool, because I love that show. It's a great show. What's his name? That's a cool name. Takahiro Sakurai. Mm, yeah, I'm all in on that. That's yeah. cool. So, yeah, if you, if you want to, my recommendation to go back and watch a nice little uh, anime show, Code Geass. Good show. Cool. I think it's on... Um, it's on Netflix now too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Good. A bit of anime on Netflix. There is quite a bit. S- scenes? Should we look at some scenes? Let's do it. Sure. Yeah. All right. What stood out? What did we like? I really like the opening scene, um, kind of where they're scavenging and then the uh, exterminators come. I wasn't really kind of going into this. I didn't really know what this movie was rated, how violent it was going to be. <laughs> and so then the exterminators come and the first one goes and you see him swipe and the blood just spatters. And, then, point, yeah. and then the head rolls and I'm like, oh, cool, this is violent. But yeah, I, I kind of just wasn't sh- sure what to expect from that. But yeah, that, that kind of scene where they're all attacking him, I, I, I really enjoyed that opening scene. That was kind of like, oh, yeah, this, this movie could be pretty cool. I'm, I'm pretty in here on this opening scene. Similar to that, I really liked it at the end when Kitty's arm got shot off. And his arm was just like laying on the ground, still holding the gun. Yeah, I was like, "That's that's just a cool, that's yeah. just a cool scene." <laughs> the, I liked the opening, like you said, for those things, but it did annoy me a little bit um, with all these exterminators because I was confused with how many people they'd lost. I was it's like true. watching it. Yeah. I was trying to keep track. I'm like, "Oh, how many did they start with?" They started with like five or six. Yeah, yeah and then. Yeah. And then, you know, they did explain it, but like 10 minutes later, they were like, oh, you've come, when they got back to the village, they're like, oh, you know, we've lost three people or whatever yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Just as an audience, because they all had that same mask on, it was yeah. really hard. It was kind of hard to distinguish a lot of them. I suppose at like that point, you didn't, stuff you was didn't going know on. them yeah, either, yeah, though. Yeah, you didn't so. know them, yeah. Because they had the shots where sometimes they'd show the vision inside, inside the helmet. The camera, and yeah. I guess that's they're trying to keep track. But yeah, I, I, that was the only thing that annoyed me a little yeah. bit with that was... I was a little bit lost with who's who and what's going yeah. on, especially when you're trying to yeah. learn these characters. If you yeah, don't exactly. know yeah, very good start of the movie as well, yeah. yeah. That's why the subtitles are good because it says the person the is saying name. it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and what else, Hedo? What else did you like? Um, Any time that Kiri pulled out his gun. <laughs> that thing <laughs> was gun. cool. Just shot like a beam of like, I don't know, fire for like so far and destroyed everything in the path. That, that gun was awesome. Considering all they had was like spears. Yeah. <laughs> he just went back and like destroyed like that ship they were on. Yeah. He just like blew out the whole back of it. But yeah, that gun was awesome. I like the point of view that you got from him as well when he pulled that gun out and it goes inside his helmet and you get that vision. <laughs> yeah. How, how cool is that where yeah. it's like focusing on everything that's going on? I'd actually yeah. be curious because there's text in there it. There is text, yeah. And it's obviously in Japanese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd yeah, be curious yeah, yeah. as to what if it actually had in English, do you think they would have changed it? Nah, I don't reckon. You don't reckon? No. They make the time to dub it, 
they met the time for to get no. voice actors in and dub it. No, because there was um, like the actual visual. Yeah, there. I know. There was one scene True. where they were in that big room where all the screens come up when um, um, that she oh, logs yeah, into the, the computer. Factory, yeah. yeah, and there was one thing where they actually put a subtitle telling us what the text was on the screen. It was like one word that came up so okay, they yeah. did when you needed to know I guess what it was saying so I guess it was all kind of just like probably like techie yeah. stuff that, okay. yeah hmm. but I was curious the whole time every time that happened I was like what does it say yeah what does it say oh, the, uh, the, the end fight scene as well I think <laughs> yeah. you know when Taser you know she's got the gun and she's shooting kind of everyone down below and that he's um, curious then he, he goes back to get her that just that whole end fight scene especially because I guess during the halfway point of the movie, I was getting a bit bored and I was like, oh, come on. And then that fight scene really picked it up for me. And yeah, I really yeah, liked that, that scene. That fight scene with that Tay, like Sana Khan or whatever she was. And then there's that shot where Zuru's at the top and she drops the gun. Yeah, drops the gun. And just yeah, slow-mo right. yeah. drops down yeah. and then you just watch him and he grabs it. Yeah, that was, that was cool. That's right. And then there's like huge fireballs. Like, they just look so cool yeah. on the screen. MJ, what did you like? Um, I really liked the, the the sort of data dump that they got when they went down to the rotting shrine and found uh, you know Shibo's head, Shibo I guess, um, and she explained that they could synthesize the terminal gene and ultimately help humans again. That was kind of the context into where the movie was heading, um, and also that was when the first time you got to see Kitty do some like superhuman lifting, and they were kind of like, oh, this guy's not human, <laughs> like. Um, but that that movie got everything on track. For, sorry, that scene got everything on track for me. I, I enjoyed that one. Um, and the only other one that I really enjoyed, I actually liked the actual ending um, once they went back to the voiceover. Oh, yeah. I liked the idea that a generation later, Kitty was still like cruising around looking for that net terminal gene. Mm. Um, it made it feel like it's such a bigger story than what we were actually watching, mm-hmm. um, which I... and Because I got lost in that fight scene a little bit. Um, it was not. It was nice to sort of yeah. clean things up before it actually finished for me. I wasn't a massive fan of that voice narration at the end of Zuru's granddaughter or whoever yeah. it was. I it was too happy a wrap up. I would have rather seen what Killy was doing, like rather than just some big hero shot of him standing there still out exploring. I don't know. Which just, I think you'll find out in in, in the sequel. New, yeah, new <laughs> new versions. I don't think they wanted to give too much away from from him. Yeah. That's the vibe I got the whole time. The whole time. I'm like, I don't know anything yeah. about this guy. They kept him nice and mysterious. And yeah. Then, I did like the opening voiceover though, because I thought it gave you a good explanation to what had happened to humanity, what the contagion was, yeah. good setup. It was and important you, so yeah. you learn kind of what world you're stepping into. Exactly. You knew what you're going to be following for the next hour and a bit. I liked that. Uh, I thought that there was a lot of uh, specific things to this world that if you don't know anything about it, you you don't know these things. So, um, And they made you... Th- think about what they were without going on these massive tangents trying to explain it so you know these builders the watchtower the exterminators the safeguards wearing the masks the electrofishing the net terminal gene the authority synthetic genes the electric barrier the factory like all these things that i've just reeled off don't didn't know anything about them before this film but i feel like i like it's very true didn't need any explanation and i still get what they're talking about that's mm-hmm. what i mean about that when you actually break down this film and you if you tell someone about it, it's, it's absurd. Like yeah. all these things like, how do you even understand that? But it, it does it in such a way that either a, it doesn't really matter if you like, what's a net terminal gene. I have no idea, but it's mm. just something that he wants. And that's okay. No, it. like, it, it's going to yeah, save the human no, race. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I mean. That's that, yeah. that, that yeah. MacGuffin that's going to save the human race. Exactly. Goes, yeah. But you don't know what it is no. or how to get it. Like no. that's why when he first asked them and they're all just like, 
I don't know what you're yeah. talking about, mate. Like, Net term what? Yeah. <laughs> so you, they do such a good job of telling you what you need, need to know to. about it without yeah. having to spell it out. I thought I liked that <clears throat> we got to know a lot about this culture of this village without, you know, without actually being in that village a lot. So, you know, they, they spoke about this custom of welcoming people to their village. They like to feed their guests. They sit around fire to soothe themselves they have these moments of silence for those people that are lost and, you know, they sit around drinking, playing music. And I really liked that you just got this little insight into what that village was like without the emphasis always being on that village. Mm, we barely spent any time in the village. Yeah, mm. that was cool. Uh, I thought the colour and style in lots of these scenes were awesome. Like when we first meet Chibo and um, Kitty's coming through to, and there's like all these reds and it was just, visually it was really nice. So, yeah, yeah. I, 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 Kind of no matter what was really happening and what scenes they're at, I thought most of the time the actual film just looked really cool. Yeah, like all the visuals, all the background, everything, the colors, everything. It just it looked really cool. It's quite a grey tone to it, obviously mm. being that world. Of yeah, end, but yeah. There were lots of nice these fades to black too that sort of like helped prolong the scenes nicely. Mm. Like in between when they're traveling and things like that, I, and I thought that progressed the story well. We I spoke about we spoke about Zuru before. I did like there's this little bit of growth in her where at the start. She leads these kids out. They get attacked, and then she comes back and pops is like, to her, you know, did you smell the smell of those mm, safeguards? Right. Yeah. And then you get this nice recognition at the end yeah. when they're just about to get into this elevator to escape, and she's like, I can smell it. Let's get out of here. Mm. I thought when that happened, I thought that there was going to be someone in the elevator. That's uh, when she's like, I can smell it. I was like, oh, <laughs> get, get out, get out, get out of there. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought when Pop's arm got blown off, that was pretty cool. <laughs> the, the blood that just like gushed out too. Pretty clean break. And last thing, um, when Chibo enters that network, when she was like floating through that space, I was, that just looked awesome. Dude, I was lost as hell when that was yeah. happening. <laughs> Those visuals were just, I was just like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah, fair I was, enough. Si- I was sitting there going, that was really cool. What's yeah. going on there? <laughs> What's she doing? What is happening? She's trying to find a place for them to, to uh, move yeah. and escape. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was definitely lost at that point. just got like a tap on the shoulder. It's just like, oh, you just go one, one below, level below. Okay, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, what, what, what's the, what was this film like saying? What are some of the messages that it was trying to show some you themes? Didn't, we didn't have any scenes we didn't like? Sorry. Did we have a point? Yeah. Actually, all, all I had was that, that where I got confused. <laughs> yeah. so. Sorry. Oh, so I, I actually really just kind of um, mentioned mine earlier. It was the, the the scenes when Kerry was speaking. It really did my head in how slowly he spoke and it just kind of dragged down. I was like, come on, mate, just spit it out. And then just, you know, the stuff in the middle where I was just lost. Yeah. I completely forgot that we didn't do scenes we didn't like. Sorry, that was, that was my fault because no, as just, we were going through, I'd just gone through the... Yeah, that was, I completely I Jesse loved this movie. He's got no scenes. No, 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 like no, this no. one to skip no, through it. I had two and I, oh, that's good. I added them into oh, your ones you like. Okay, so. yep. Sorry about that. No, that's cool. All right. Good no, pick up. It wasn't much. glad you're here to take me on the straight and narrow. I guess I was, I was saying uh, a movie which you know, I, I enjoyed uh, a part of it. I didn't enjoy a part of it. But having said that, there wasn't a lot of individual scenes that I didn't that I did not like. Very true. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Now's the time we can look at what was <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> well, What Sorry, was the movie? Nana? No, don't apologize. That was my bad. What's What, what was it saying? I think there's a, there's a fair bit about risk versus reward. Um, especially with the decisions that the village makes. Um, sometimes those decisions are really easy because not doing anything was basically going to end in catastrophe. Yeah. Yep. But they still had to take these risks in, in bringing in Kitty, going down to the rotten, rotting shrine, trusting these people that they've just met to make Absolutely. things and then obviously go to war. So well, Even the opening scene, the risk was that they had to get food and the yeah. risk was obviously they were going to you know, be attacked. They lost some people, but... If they didn't, they'd starve to death. So yeah. from the opening, they had to had to get food somehow. 
And they make that comment, like, every time someone goes fishing, they always lose someone as well. Mm. So, yeah. And they get so annoyed every time they lose the equipment. They're like, oh, we lost three people. But what about the equipment? <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, I didn't fetch it off their corpse while I was trying to save my life. Oh, well, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there was uh, this whole idea about technology, I think, was one of the, the main oh, yeah. sort of things I was saying, like, technology going, going wrong. And, mm. you know, if technology did happen to overrun a world, like, is humanity helpless? Like, what would we do if technology... Was it just me or did we get a bit of a Skynet kind of feel? Mm. Terminator Skynet mm. taking over. Taking I, over I, was, yeah. I was at the start of very much, oh, okay, this kind of, is going to be like a Terminator because it's kind of like Skynet just going to yeah. take over. Yeah, and you know, there's this underlying thing the whole time, you know, humanity is precious. They, they made mention of that a few times and their freedom is precious. Mm. They, they need this stuff, but, um, you know, they need to use technology in the future to right themselves rather than using it to, as something that, mm. you know, overtakes mm. them. Um, I thought that there was a fair bit about survival as well. Like, survival yeah, yeah, yeah. Being mindful of their resources, their food. You spoke about their gear, the batteries that they kept saying, "Oh, they're going to run out, not going to have enough." And a little bit too about like you know being young, not always following instructions. Yeah, like growing yourself. You know, yeah. Would all this have happened if Zuru listened at the start? And, you know, the adults like don't explore. And yeah, like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, wouldn't have found Kitty, but but at the same time, they may have starved anyway. How old were they? Because they kept referring to them as like kids. Yeah. How old do you think that was supposed to be? I don't know. 15? Yeah, okay. Maybe. Hard to tell. It's yeah. really hard to yeah. tell. Yeah, it was really, yeah. Because then at the same how old then is um, Killy? Well, Kitty. Isn't he like. He, old? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, like, like centuries. He's, yeah, but he's in a young body. Yeah. Because then yeah. he'd been like. That's, sorry, that's, he'd been like all, all the levels below for like yeah. years and yeah. years. And then obviously he looks the same when the like granddaughter's. Yeah. Young man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so just yeah, he's probably kind of centuries years old or something. Yeah. I was just a little bit confused when they kept saying kids. I'm like, kids because they're 19 or kids yeah, because they're 15 or, they, or are they 12? Like, yeah. <laughs> right, what did we take away from the film? I really enjoyed being whisked away into this universe. It was nice just sitting on my couch at night time with the lights off and just completely escaping. And I think at the end of the day, you lose sight sometimes of that's why you want to watch movies is to just... So you really get lost into them. Yeah, just escape and just be in this for two yeah. hours in this story that you made so, shown. It was so deep. The mm. world was so deep and it was really quite mysterious. And I can I can see how like all those sort of fanboys really get into yeah. this stuff. I, yeah. I, I can definitely see how kind of people that are big fans of this kind of anime stuff would have really enjoyed this I one. enjoyed the escapism mm. of it. I thought the music was really great. I think you might have mentioned that in your scenes you watched, but I thought a lot of the time the music in this film was was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like it was really well made, and you can tell that there's so much time and effort was put into creating this style that obviously is reflected in the manga as well, mm-hmm. and that grittiness and the feel of that post-apocalyptic world that you know MJ spoke about those greys and that sort of stuff. I mm-hmm. thought that was really really good, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing this on the big screen. This would have been cool in a cinema. Yeah, I, you know what? I wouldn't want to watch this in the middle of the day, lights with on, sun blaring yeah. out through the windows. Like it was a nice nighttime escape. Most like you know, most animation looks awesome on a big screen as well. Mm. So yeah, mm. it felt a little bit like a video game, especially early on. Yeah, um, yep. Yep. similar to like Spectral. Um, Those point of view shots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then seeing inside the the helmet. The other thing it reminded me a little bit of, and I'm probably clutching at straws a little bit, is is Snowpiercer with the, the levels. I know Snowpiercer mm. is a little bit train different on the train yeah. carriages, but every carriage has like a different culture almost. Society, yeah, yeah, class is a better word for that. I mean, this movie could definitely have been made as a video game, and as you just go through all those all those things that they Absolutely. did through, yeah. could definitely yeah, be a video game. Yeah. Uh, 
did it, and I'm guessing we usually look at IMDb to see if we recognised anyone, but I don't know. No, no. I, I went on just to make yeah. sure it was meant to be in Chinese, uh, sorry, Japanese, <laughs> yes. because I was watching it in English, uh, English at the start, so I'm like, let's just double check this. And when I read the cast list, I was like, yeah, it's, I think it's supposed to be in Japanese. <laughs> you couldn't tell from my mashup of uh, <laughs> voice actors last week. That's true, but I'm like, hang on, this just doesn't feel right. <laughs> All right, so did you, did you jump on IMDb? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, no, I didn't. Uh, I got a few questions though. Because keep me in with some questions. What have we got? Hey, I, 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 I haven't got any questions now. You, you go. Um, I, my thoughts was I wanted to know, and what do you think um, Killy has faced in his past? Like what you know to get to this stage where he meets these villagers. What are some of the things that he's had to do? So do like, you get the feeling that he is so? you know, like that sort of all business kind of personality because he's sick of doing other things or do you think that's just who he is? Because I'd love it if he used to be like fun and vigorous and he just got burnt out. He used to have been in like a a villager community like these guys and he lost everyone. So he was, he's now on his own. He just wants to find someone like himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like like just finding someone that he can connect with. I reckon he's been alone for too long. It didn't touch on it. Like, so if he has, you know, for example, been doing this for years, like fighting off villains and all that sort of stuff, when he uses that, he puts that thing in his neck to make his gun go trippo. And, you know, like when he was in the, yeah, that yeah. car and then like yeah. he passes out. Yeah. Oh, okay. He knocks himself yeah, out, knocks himself to, do out to do the huge shot. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. if there's no one around to support Which him, like how yeah. Yeah, because he didn't, do that, he didn't do that in the I first think, scene. No. In the first scene, he just shoots the more before they meet him. Yeah. But then his next two times is when he kind of injects himself yeah. with his thing. I was really confused as to so that, what I'll, he was doing there. It probably explains in the manga, but maybe that gun that he's got uses a lot of his actual body yeah. energy as well. It was just confusing because, yeah, I think uh, he shoots it three times. Yeah. The first one, yeah, he, he doesn't inject himself, but the next two he does. Yeah. That was, it was really confusing. But is, it, is there less power in that first one? Probably. Well, doesn't he take them all out? He does, yeah. And he almost kills, like, the scavenging part or one of the, yeah. one of someone yeah. in the scavenging party. So I'm... Not too sure. Yeah, true. Uh, MJ, this one you've probably answered. Does this make you want to look back and at the manga? And, it, absolutely, and, and, and I don't. I can't recall ever really getting, uh, even seeing any manga. So it's pretty cool. If someone had it, I would definitely have a look at it. And the other one was: Does this make you want to watch any other anime? Yeah, a little bit. No, 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 not for me. A little bit. Yeah, one that. Um, so I've got a class at school who. Uh, they keep me updated on all the anime. They love, okay. they love the anime. Um, so they they recommended this one to me called Your Name, uh, which I recently watched. As in, it's called it's Jesse. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. The, the film is called Your Name, and uh, it is an awesome film. Yeah. Awesome film. Highly recommend it. So if you after another anime that um, is it on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Ah, so cool. get on board Netflix. and watch it. Your Name. So good recommendation uh, from my class. Hmm. All right. The only question I had was around... A lot of the other questions we kind of answered around Shibo. Um, but with with Kitty, I'm sure they mentioned at some point that he is has, like, the body of a safeguard. Yeah. Yes, when because, the, guns, the chick's got the gun. Yeah, yeah, because at the end... Yeah, when, she when can Tyler, read she's like, this is like a stolen body or yeah. something. Yeah, okay. So, but he's, he's connected to, like, a human of sorts because he's human. Yeah. But he's got... But he wants that gene though. Is that so? He doesn't have that gene yet. Ma- yeah, maybe. Maybe he does, and he's so he's searching for other people with that. No, gene. I don't think he has. He it. doesn't have it. No, because okay. apparently that gene can wipe out the robots. Okay, but then he was able to break through that barrier of the village, and if he was a safeguard, he wouldn't have been able to break through. True, which is so he's like half human, half, half safeguard. safeguard yeah. yeah, and I'd love to know how he became that. 
Maybe he's trying to work out which side he actually wants to be, and that's the, the challenge of his quest is that he I wants think he's to, decided. Yeah, 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 yeah and he, he, and he, he wants, wants to be on the human side, to, but yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, they, she definitely said this, this is a stolen safeguard yeah. body or something like that. So that's why I want to know more about, like, to your point about what's he done beforehand. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. How did they get to that point where right. he's pinching? There needs to be a prequel as well. Safeguard, <laughs> for that. Um, Are we ready to? You got any more questions? No, the only one I think yeah. I, I think I found out myself was why was it called Blam? And I, I, yeah, I, I read somewhere that it was it's like the sound of like a kid imitating a gunshot, like Blam Blam. Um, but that's all I read. I don't know if okay. that's a fact or not. If you know, it sounds good. It sounds if good. you know and you're listening, please just yeah. tweet us or, tweet us or jump on Facebook and send us Hit an us email. Up. We got an email, don't we? We yeah. do. Flixforum at Gmail. Yeah. Flixforum Pod. <laughs> P-O-D. <laughs> Flixfrompod at gmail.com. Cool. Let us know if you know. All right, let's wrap this up. Let's uh, We go around the table, have a look at what we feel about the film, and we give it a rating out of five, and then we add it up to give an overall average for our team. MJ, kick us off. Yeah, it was an enjoyable little adventure, and I appreciate the dedication to this universe created, and I found myself happily escaping into it. A couple of things did jolt me back into reality and I was left scratching my head at times, but it still gets a positive pass mark for me. Three stars. Awesome. Hita. Um, so, yeah, I thought this film visually looked really good. Um, the, as I think we sort of said, the, the start of it was really cool when I was in. The, the end fighting scene was really cool. The middle for me, I was getting a bit lost and it was dragging a bit, but overall, it was a pretty decent film. Uh, two and a half for me. Good. All right. So, I... I liked the style. I liked the grungy feel that you got from this film. I thought it used the anime conventions really well, and I was intrigued with this narrative. When uh, Tay turned evil, like, with about half an hour to go, we mentioned this before, I did not expect that at all, and that, that got me really good. And I, like I said, I wasn't a massive fan of um, Kitty, and I would have preferred for the story to be more focused on him, but I'm still going to give it a 3 out of 5 as well. So let's add that up, Hito, with your awesome mathematical uh, calculations. In, in my head, that works out to be 2.83 2. out of 5. five. Okay. It's a good score. It yeah. is, above half, which is good. Mm. So we've, we've got social media. We have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are at Flix Forum. We chuck a question up on there to answer, and this one's probably for fans of this sort of genre. What's your favorite anime film of all time? So if you have seen an anime film, what, give us some recommendations that we may... Uh, and be able to watch I like and it enjoy. that's a good one yeah. yeah I want to hear more of that yeah so please subscribe listen to us five star rating if you can next week we are looking at a, another 2017 film it's a satirical war film <clears throat> called War Machine it's directed by David Michaud and it stars Brad Pitt Anthony Michael Hall Anthony Hayes Topher Grace Will Poulter Tilda Swinton and Ben Kingsley and I cut about 10 people out of that cast so it's a cast. it's a good cast Brad very Pitt. good cast Brad oh, yeah Topher Grace though oh. yeah Topher Grace he's still that 70s show yeah, yeah. yeah like that's exactly I can't think of him anything take me home tonight show. has anyone seen that no I haven't <laughs> he plays cards at the start of Ocean's Eleven what's he in recently he's in um, Black Klansman as well yeah. is he okay good alright well yeah he's still he's Foreman yeah, Eric Foreman. Yeah. yeah. Mark, put in your. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, we're going to watch that this week and we will talk about it next week. So, please, if you want to follow along with our discussion, have a watch. Been a good little Definitely chat. Nice to look at something a little bit different. Yeah. It's the beauty of this. Good, yeah. Netflix likes to keep it very different, which means Definitely. we get to enjoy yeah. different things oh, every it's good week. Like this. I mean, without this podcast, I'm never watching this film. <laughs> so, it was good to, yeah, be able to watch something different and talk about it. It's great. Agreed. Awesome. We'll see you guys next week. See you then. See ya.